0: Say, God, that you hear our hearts and you collect our tears, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you wrap us in your love. You wrap us in your arms, Lord God, and you hold us close to you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you that you are everything that we need. Thank you, Father, that you are everything that we need in every season of our lives, God. You are everything that we need, Lord. Hallelujah. We make space for you. We make space for you intentionally, Lord because you do nothing by happenstance, Father. There is no coincidence in you, Father. You are purposeful in everything that you do and everything that you say, Father. Thank you, Lord, that every word that comes out of your mouth is a promise, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you that you don't go back on your word. Glory to your name. Thank you for the breath in our bodies, Lord. We make space for you. We make space for you. We make space for you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah 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 lord you are worthy and you are mighty and you are awesome hallelujah god there are no words that can accurately describe you father but with the breath that we have lord we will give you glory and we will give you honor lord god hallelujah thank you jesus for accepting our worship for accepting our praise lord god imperfect as we are lord you still accept our worship and our praise and we honor you we bless your name jesus thank you lord Thank you, Father, for being such a generous God. Thank you, Jesus, that even when we are not thinking of you, you're thinking of us, God. Even when we are not pursuing you, you are pursuing us, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you search for us, Lord God. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus, that you welcome us with open arms, Lord, no matter how long we've been away, no matter how far we've gone, Lord God, you welcome us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. You see us in our confusion. Hallelujah. You see us in our lost state, Father God, and you sit and you welcome us, Lord. You comfort us, Lord God. You don't shame us. Hallelujah. You don't throw anything back up in our faces, Father. You welcome us with open arms and nothing but love, Lord God. Hallelujah. 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 You restore us, Lord. You restore us, Lord. As if we've never left, but you make us even better, hallelujah, than before. Thank you, Lord, that everything that you have, we have access to, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for what you store up for us, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, you are good beyond words, Father. You are majestic beyond words, Father. There's just not enough. There's nothing we can say, Lord, to accurately describe you, Father. You are so big and so wide and so deep and so strong and so far, Lord God. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, your power goes to the ends of the earth and we bless your holy name, Jesus. There is nobody that you cannot reach, Father. There's no one that you don't see hallelujah 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 and no one that you don't want hallelujah thank you lord thank you thank you we invite you to move in this place as you see fit you don't need our permission father but we move out of the way voluntarily anyway lord god and we welcome you in this place we welcome you we welcome you we welcome you father we open the doors of our hearts lord god we open the doors of our hearts lord We bless your name because you're worthy. We bless your name, God, because you are mighty. We bless your name because you are God. Because you are God and God alone, there is no other God but you. You are holy. Hallelujah to the King of Kings. Lord, you reign forever. You are great forever. You've changed our fate forever. We will praise your name forever. There is no God but you. You are holy. Hallelujah to the King of Kings. Bless your holy name, Jesus. Glory to your name. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to worship together again. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to come into your presence. Thank you for washing us and making us clean. Thank you, Lord, that we don't have to clean our own selves up. We don't have to change ourselves. We don't have to fix ourselves, Lord, to be accepted by you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that all we have to do is love you back. All we have to do is accept your invitation, Father. So we accept your invitation today. We accept it, Lord. Thank you for welcoming us back into your presence yet again. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come and worship together one more time, Father. Thank you for the grace and the mercy, Lord God, to come back and worship together. Thank you, Lord. We honor you and we bless your name. Thank you for this beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. Hallelujah. And we give all glory and honor to God for this beautiful, wonderful day that we have to celebrate his name. For this beautiful, wonderful day that we have to celebrate our mothers. Happy Mother's Day to every mother in every capacity. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Near and far in this realm and the next. Hallelujah. And those who are celebrating Mother's Day or experiencing Mother's Day a little differently this year, for whatever the reason, we acknowledge you. We acknowledge your heart. We acknowledge your feeling. We acknowledge your pain. We acknowledge your tears. We acknowledge your space. We acknowledge the position that you find yourself in today. We acknowledge you. We don't forget about you. Thank you, Lord. That you feel any open space in our hearts any void that we have god is able to fill it and it may not feel like it at first but give it give him some time and give him the opportunity thank you lord good morning i don't mean to make this sound too sad but somebody's mother's day is not happy today so we just had to we had to acknowledge that everybody's not smiling everybody's not happy everybody's not grinning and giddy they're just not and that's okay but we don't want to forget about them because the holy spirit still moves even in our pain and they're not left out of whatever it is that he wants to do today if you are watching online we acknowledge you we acknowledge wherever you stand today and we hope that one day we can see you in person, but in the meantime, you are free to, welcome, to worship with us, to walk around your home, wherever you are, to lift your hands, to praise, to just engage with us as if you were here. Because the same God that is here is there with you. So we are going to get this thing going. We're going to pick it up in here, right? Because there's, this, this, there's nothing wrong with this atmosphere, nothing. We want to infuse a little joy because the sun is out and we are here and we are breathing. That's something to celebrate also. Now, raise your hand if you want to learn a new song. I'm not going to point you out but I saw you put your hand down. I saw you. I'm not going. Okay, now listen, we're going to be going we're going to sing a new song. Remember Pastor John has told us that we can access all the songs that we sing here in church on the link tree through the CCB, right? Yep. So you can feel free to listen to all of these songs so that when you get to church the song is not new to you. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And we also need you to learn the words too cuz sometimes we forget okay and so if we forget and we hum a little bit just act like you to hear it you know what i'm I'm gonna shame the devil this morning okay because it's the truth anyhow so we're gonna sing and we're gonna call the fire of the holy ghost down in this place today we're gonna call the fire does anybody need anybody need the fire of the holy ghost does anybody need it For whatever the reason and we don't only need him to fill us we don't only need him to fill us sometimes we need him to come down and burn away some stuff some stuff that's either latched onto us or some things that we just will not let go we need the fire of the Holy Spirit to to fall down on us to burn some stuff up to refine us doesn't the word say he's like a refiner's fire that's how you come out that's how gold comes out pure it goes through fire first it goes through fire first and I'm sure it's uncomfortable and it's hot and you're sweaty now. But when you come out, yeah. Yeah. you'll be that much better. So we're going we gonna to fire it up today? Yeah. Are y'all ready to fire it up today? Yeah. Okay, now y'all going to clap? Because we're going to need you to clap. We understand if you don't know the words just yet, but you, everybody can clap, right? Yeah. Okay, we're we going to clap. We're we going to get fire on them. Okay.
1: Everybody sing it, fire, fire, fall on us Start a new revival, fire on us Like you did on the day of Pentecost Rushing in like a mighty wind Fill us up with your presence and your power Lord, do it again out on one accord, let the heavens touch the earth, ignite a passion. passion in our hearts, and Lord, let it burn, oh, fire, hey, fire, fall on us, a new, start a new revival, fire, your grace You're the only one who can light this fire And you, you're the only one who can bring new light You're the only one who can light this fire Fire, fire, fall on us Start a new, start a new revival Oh, fire, fire, fall on us. Start a new revival. Fire, fall on us. Fire, fire, fall on us. Start a new revival. Fire, fire, fall on us start a new revival, Fire, fall on us In Acts chapter
0: 2 they talk about how they were gathered in the upper room on one accord <laughs> and the spirit came through that thing and they started speaking in tongues under the spirit had his way up in there okay and we want to mimic that same thing in this place right we want the Lord to do it again right we, we're gonna invite him to do it again and again and again and again
1: come on y'all just like you did it before Lord we are ready for more just like you did it before Lord, we are ready for more, just like, just just like you did it before. Lord, we Lord, we are ready for more, just like, just like you did it before. Lord, we Lord, we are ready for more, just like, just like you did it before. Lord, we, Lord, we are ready, Lord, ready, for, for, ready for just like, just, just like you did it before. Ul- it, Lord, we, Lord, we are ready. Hey, for hey, just like, Lord, we are ready for just like, more. just like Lord, we are ready for just like, just like Lord, we are ready for. Lord, we're ready. Lord, we are ready Y'all can make some noises of joy in this place.
0: Let your heart cry out. Let your soul cry out. Glory to you.
1: Hallelujah. I need you, Holy Ghost. Sing with us. I need you, Holy Ghost. Fire. So fill me with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Fill me with your Holy Ghost. Fire. Oh, I need you. Say, fill me, fill me with your, your holy ghost. Sky. I need I need your holy ghost. I need it. I need your holy ghost. ghost, your holy ghost. Oh, fill me. Fill me with your holy ghost. Oh, fill me. I need it. I need your holy ghost. I need. I need your holy ghost. Oh, fill me. Fill me with your holy ghost. me, 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 the Holy Ghost. I, I need it, I need it, I need it, I need it. So, fill me, so me, me, so me, me, fill me, with me, fill me, fill me, fill me, fill Start a, Start a new revival, revival. Fire for fire. us! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all, we need the fire of the Holy Ghost more than we can imagine. Don't be afraid of it. Don't reject it. Welcome it. It will only make you better. It will only make your life better. It will only make your circumstance better because it will refine you. It will burn away all the impurities. Hallelujah. Welcome the fire of the Holy Ghost, Lord. We welcome the fire of the Holy Ghost. Fall on us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We invite you, Lord, to come and move because we say yes to you. We say yes to you, Lord. Hallelujah. We say yes to you, Lord. Yes, 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 Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah bless your name Jesus. Glory to your mighty name Father. Hallelujah. You're welcome here God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your mighty and holy name Jesus. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. You're worthy Lord Jesus. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy God. We honor you when we bless your holy name Jesus. Glory to your holy name Lord. Hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Lord with no
1: restrictions father you are welcome we say yes Lord yes our songs are rising in your direction we say yes Lord yes We will wait on you, we will wait on you. Come and move, we say yes to you. Come and move, we say yes to you. Come and move, we say yes to you. To you take you, it your face, our focus, your will, we are wanting. We say yes, Lord, yes. As glory invades us, we're changed forever. We say yes, Lord, yes. We will wait on you. We will wait on you. Come and move. We say yes to you. Come and move. We say yes to you. Lord, come and move, we say yes to you, come and move, we say yes to you. That's a reason to get excited exceedingly, hallelujah, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. Hallelujah, exceedingly, abundantly, above all. We say yes, we say yes to you, 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 we say yes to you. And we say yes to you. We say yes. 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 We say yes.
2: We say yes. We say yes to you. We say yes.
1: And we say yes. We say yes, we say yes to you, we say yes to you, we say yes to you, we say yes to we say yes to you, 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 can come and you can come and you can come and you come I come and prove I say yes to so. you. i come and You come and to right You come and You wanna be You come You Oh <laughs> We say yes. We say yes. We, we say yes. 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 We say You can yes. come and move. You can come and move. You can come.
3: Yes, God, and he will fill our hearts with living water that pours out of our lives. So, Daddy, we come to you right now. We say yes to you, Lord. Yes to all that you desire for our lives. Yes for all the direction that you have for us, Lord God. We say yes to that, Lord. We say yes to the leading of your Holy Spirit. It is life. It is fire. It is breath in our lungs today, Lord God. We are so thankful that we were able to even wake up today, have our heart beating, have the breath in our lungs, Lord God. It's only by your grace. It's only by your mercy. It's only by your love, Lord Jesus, that we are here today. Regardless of the condition that we have come in, we thank you, Lord, for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you that as you stood, as you were on that cross, Lord, you saw each and every one of our lives. And you said, it is finished. My work is finished. For generation and generation and generation and generation, my work is finished because you and i can overcome by the blood of the lamb that was shed for us thank you jesus lord let's give god thanks today for his goodness and his mercy and his loving kindness today god you are so good we love you lord and lord we pray right now that you just open our hearts we thank you lord you know the number of hairs on our head You know every condition, every thought, every desire, every situation in this room right now, everyone you know, Lord, and we thank you for that. Thank you for loving us and acknowledging us today. We acknowledge you as Lord. We acknowledge you as Savior. We acknowledge you as the great I Am, and it's in your precious name we pray this morning good morning church how's everybody doing so good to be here today happy Mother's Day to all the mothers and we'd like to say hello to everyone online thank you for joining us today we just pray that as the centurion asked for Jesus to heal his servant away from where he was standing Jesus was able to do that so we're believing and trusting that you're going to receive something today no matter where you are thank you so much And I'd like to actually ask Pastor Lisa McKinney to come and
4: greet our mothers today.
3: And thank you so much.
4: You're welcome. I just want to say really quickly, happy Mother's Day to all the moms, the grandmoms, the spiritual moms that are in this house and watching today. I got a little lion this morning. Does anyone relate that it's like the greatest thing to just... Sleep in. It's the greatest man, that's the greatest gift that you can ever give to someone. But I also know that it can be a difficult day. I am someone whose mother left when I was two years old. So I know firsthand that it can be a difficult day. Mm-hmm. And as your church, we want to say that God knows that he is close and that he is here. Yeah. And whether you are rejoicing this day or whether it is a struggle, no matter what you're going through, i am so grateful that in john chapter 14 jesus said i have not left you alone that's right but i have left you my spirit i have left you it says my comforter which also means your helper
3: yes your
4: intercessor yes your guide so whatever you are going through this morning whether it is like oh i can't wait to go out for a mother's day lunch or whether it's god why not me and why have I gone through this? Let's stand on his word today, church, right? That we have our comforter right with us. Amen. But I cannot leave this stage yes. with also saying a great Happy Mother's Day to Pastor Danielle, who is resting at home. We love you, Pastor D. We are so grateful, right, church, for everything that you do for us. With what we see and behind the scenes all that you have poured in so faithfully we love you and we have a gift coming your way (laughs) but we love our kids right church So we have the best kids and teens in this church so kids and teens head on out for a fun church today thank you pastor Ron
3: yes let's I'm so thankful for the kids and children's ministry you know I have this vase up here today, and I'm going to be talking a little bit about vessels today. But this vase looks precious. It's, you know, painted with gold uh, paint and everything. You know, and there's an instruction from Peter to the men in this room for their wives. And it says that, likewise, husbands, dwell with your wives with understanding, giving honor to the wife, as the weaker vessel and as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers may not be hindered now that word weaker vessel actually doesn't mean exactly what we think today that is a Greek word called skios and that was representing a precious vase something that is beyond treasured and precious to people taken with utmost care so men as you go forth from today for mother's day and for your moms just remember that that she's precious all right all right well let's turn to each other say give them a high five thank you for joining today greet each other with love we're going to get into the word I'd like to take a moment, uh, just before we get started, to thank everybody for participating in Thy Kingdom Crumb Silent Auction. It was a great event. We actually raised over $5,000 for the ministry. So thank you so much. There are a lot of great things there, but continue to prayerfully consider giving to that. It's not just stopping at the silent auction. There's constant resource that's required. To meet the needs of the community. So it's one of the ways that we could join together. And work together as a body of believers. To reach the community with the love of Christ. So I hope you join me with doing that in the coming weeks and months. If you didn't have a chance to uh, give to the silent auction. You can actually do that with an offering envelope um, at the end of service. And just uh, designate the gift for TKC. And we'll make sure that that goes toward Uh, that ministry so thank you so much so we had an amazing time of worship this morning and it's it's really leading up and pastor lisa didn't know i was going to share the exact same scripture that she just shared with all of you but we're talking about the holy spirit today and i was reading in first first corinthians one day and there's a scripture that just hit me right between the eyes And it says this, Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Man, there's so much in that verse. Our bodies are not our own. Now that Jesus paid that price on the cross for us, we have an eternal yes that we could give to God. Amen? We have that eternal yes because He paid the way for us to have that opportunity. He's poured out His grace, He's poured out His love on our lives. You know, I love going to Europe because in Europe there are these tremendous cathedrals so every city I go to I love to go and visit the center square because in that center square there's just these amazing works they're works of art right and you could think of the hundreds of men and artisans that put together these buildings and structures everything from the statues to the stained glass to the humongous arches and just as a picture of what that means you know God wants us to be that temple he doesn't need that building specifically to glorify God he desires us to glorify God in every way in every shape in every form in our lives so I'm going to talk a little bit today about how we can be that vessel and I asked that self I asked myself that question is my life a home for the Holy Spirit is our lives a home for the Holy Spirit are we actually taking the time to house God's presence in our lives I have this vase up here and I want to talk about what our vessels consist of first of all what do they consist of very simply They consist of our bodies, right? Our senses, that's our outer man. Then we consist of a soul. We have a soul. That's our mind, our will, and our emotions. You know, we think with our mind logically. We get educated. We form decisions from our mind. Our will drives our decisions. It gives us desires and pushes us forward to uh, act on the things that we're thinking about. And then our emotions, our feelings, we all know we can get up in our feelings sometimes, but (laughs) they're there, you know, and God wants us to actually have all those things respond to his spirit, which is the third part of our lives, the spirit, which is our inner man, and that gets awakened when we say, I choose you, Jesus, Jesus. I choose you as Lord and Savior. In that moment when we make that choice to have him be our Lord and our Savior, he promises us that he wakens our heart. In Ezekiel, it actually says that he will take our heart of stone out, which is what we had before we knew Jesus, and place a heart of flesh inside of us, something that's responding to him and to his call. And when we start down that road of saying yes to God. There's a salvation moment. However, there's a walk that we need to take afterward a walk of sanctification, a walk of life in God. And that's what He desires for us. You know, going back to our bodies, you know, our senses are what we develop first, right? Our touch, our taste, our smell, our sight, all of these things, our hearing. The five senses, right, from times that we were an infant it's the first thing that develops in our bodies. And I, I think of like the, the neural nervous system that we have, you know, it just takes a milliseconds to touch something and our brain recognizes that we're touching something and also makes a decision about what we're touching, right? So if we're touching a hot stove, the, the brain instantly knows, hey, that's hot, pull your hand away, right? There's things that are developed in our bodies that are t- tied to our senses, right? And from there, we start to make decisions. So I know like one of, this, one of my most acute senses in the morning when I wake up is smell because the moment that that hot water touches my coffee beans and starts pulling through, ah, I know that I can start to wake up, right? <laughs> So that's the same, you, you just think about all the different ways we, we respond to our senses. Like even when you're walking on the beach and you hear the ocean waves lap on the shore, you know, you get a sense of peace, right? It's your senses that get tied to your soul. You start to respond based on the sensory environment that you have. You could see beautiful things, And they actually create different responses in your being as well. You know, some of those things may not be good outcomes, like you see a new house that you would like to buy, and then everything that you want to do is to go and buy that new house because you like the way that it works and you, you, the way it looks, and you see yourself living inside of it, so then you start to make decisions about, hey, I, how, how can I save up money to actually go and buy that house, right? So you could see how our senses and our souls are tied together so intricately, and it's very hard to then once we become believers in Jesus, to have our inner man working with those two things that have been working together all their lives to now be directed by the will of God. And that's what we're talking about today. So how do we get to that place where our vessels are actually starting to be filled and responding to the Holy Spirit? You know, our souls help us to generate feelings, sometimes for the good, sometimes for bad. And we then develop comparisons to others. And those comparisons could then evoke emotions. We could get upset with somebody because they have something better than we have. We could be walking into work and we know that we're doing a great job, but we see this guy who doesn't do as well as we do, and he gets the promotion or she gets a promotion, and here you've been working so diligently and so so focused, and yet someone else gets the recognition. And we start to have disappointment because of that sense and acknowledgement that we see for the work that we're putting into it and putting into our work. So as we develop intellectually, we design goals, we design dreams for our lives, and we look at places we want to go to and and things that we want to do. You know, and I'm so thankful that Jesus came to earth, right? Right? Because he understands these kinds of interactions. He took the physical form of man. And so he was also able to develop his senses. Develop his soul and understanding of the things around him. And he knows that we go through these challenges. So I am very thankful that he's experienced these same things as we did. But because he had the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of him. He was able to go through life with his soul and his Senses and still not sin and be pure going to the cross, amen. And that's why it's one thing I'm so thankful for. He promised to equip us with His Spirit as He went through life, He also promised to us the very same thing. And Pastor Lisa actually said this scripture John 14 15 through 18 If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray to the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The Holy Spirit is with us forever. The Spirit of truth is living inside us, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be with you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. That's Jesus' promise. I will not leave anyone as an orphan. I plant my spirit inside you. I know how hard life could be. I know all the environment that you're living in. I understand these things. That's why I'm giving you my presence inside your heart. And all I'm asking you today, this is Jesus speaking to us, (laughs) to actually respond to that implanting of my spirit. Amen? Amen. Jesus said, my Father's going to love us. And he said that if we follow his and obey his commands, that both the Father and and the Son will come and make their home inside of us. Isn't that such a tremendous promise, church? Isn't it a great promise? Amen. Amen. So when we confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that's what happens. We open up our hearts and our lives to the Holy Spirit, and then we go on a journey. And that journey is to now start to listen and develop a relationship. It's not just, thank you, God, I got saved and go on with life. Now it's, God, I want to live with you. Help me to understand how I can live according to your will, according to your way. Your will, your way right now, God. Remember, we just sang that, right? That's what we want. God, come and move. We say yes to you. So this new heart is our spirit man, and that starts to grow and starts to develop as we pray, as we read the word, and as we seek understanding from the Lord. That process of growing and that decision after we follow Jesus to take steps with God is called sanctification. You know, we're, we become caretakers, caretakers of the Holy Spirit. And that's why I asked that question in the beginning. Is our life a home for the Holy Spirit? Are we really making it a place where God can dwell? We know that sin cannot be in the presence of holiness and purity. So one of the things we're going to talk about today is how do we become more like Jesus. Let's examine these things a little bit further. How do we judge our value and worth? So now that we have the body, the soul, and the spirit all together inside of us, how do we judge our value and worth? And I have today this beautiful vase that we have hanging around our home it's just a replica of, you know, some art that's, that was done by uh, a certain period in the Japanese uh, tradition. But it is very well painted, beautiful vase, right? And if we look at our lives this way, on the outside, it's kind of like our soul, okay? Because what do we do? We start to ordain it, uh, uh, design it with education, with our career, with our relationships, and we start to paint the vase. We start to paint who we are. But we can also start to desire accolades, promotions. We start to look at accomplishments and we think that those things are helping to decorate our lives. We look at our education and the level of education that we pursue, and all of those things are good things. But when our entire focus is on building that kind of uh, ornate life, are we missing out on what God wants to do, which is on the inside? Right? So we can get focused on these things. And how many of you know that if you tie your worth in what you do, that could be really detrimental to you. I know uh, for myself and for a lot of people in industry who work, um, you can have the greatest job in the world, but when your company closes or they have a layoff and you have tied yourself up in what you do, what happens to your identity when you lose your job? So God desires for us to look beyond what's on the surface what's in our current circumstances to look inside what he wants to do for our lives not just develop what's on the outside but actually look inside to what he's pouring into our lives so i have a lot of different vessels down here you know and and in the scripture it talks about how there are uh, vessels in a house some are made of gold and silver That are for high use. And some are wood and clay. That are just made for common use. This is a barrel. You know like a bucket. I can go out and I can pour water onto flowers. I can use it to wash. And what God is saying that's important for our lives. Is what's being poured in here. And then out of here. Okay. He just doesn't want us to pour something in. He wants us to stir up what he's pouring in with where he's placing us, which is the vessel itself, and pour that out into the lives of others, right? When we look and have a focus on our soul and building up our life and getting materials and, and, and thinking that our identity is tied to what we do, it gets easy for us to then get hurt and experience pain. Now, this vessel here has a little chip in the top of it. You know, I don't go, when people come over my house, I don't say, hey, see this great vase, but look at the chip there. It's a very small chip, right? And to God, this is a very small chip. This could be a problem that we currently have in life. This could be the fact that we just lost our job. In the totality of life, that may be just a few moments, right? But what are, when, when we are not responding to the Holy Spirit, we get a big sign on the vessel and we say, It's chipped! My life is chipped! I don't know what to do now! I'm in so much pain. I'm in so much sorrow. What am I going to do? How am I going to get out of this? And we start to build up our emotions, and we start making rash decisions about what we should do, where we should go, how we should live. And, And those things may be momentary, but we take so much drastic action based on our soul if we are not responding to the Holy Spirit working in our lives. Amen? He desires for us to respond to what he pours into our lives. So let's look beyond the goals in our life that we are trying to build out of our own strength and look toward the identity that we can find in Jesus because he calls us sons and daughters of the king. He gives us an eternal place with him in his kingdom. Church, are we living a life where we are actually making decisions that are eternally minded rather than momentarily minded. And God is not concerned about the outer state of who we are. He's concerned about our receptivity to being filled. Did you hear that? He's concerned about our receptivity. So church, it's okay if today I'm starting out with this small vessel. I'm taking my first step. Lord, start to fill this. I'm gonna recognize that you're filling it, and I'm gonna start to pour it out. And this is the part of sanctification. We take steps on a journey. We start out with these small, simple steps, and as God matures us, In our walk with him, we move from just impacting in a small way to getting a bigger vessel where he can pour more and pour more into our lives so we can pour it back out into others. Because that's what the scripture says. The Holy Spirit's gifts are for us to pour out for the common good. God desires for us to be healthy. He desires for us to be whole. He desires for us to be his ambassadors of him wherever we go, right? So, of course, he wants to see us healthy, and he places us in situations that would allow us to pour out his spirit. And it's our decision, it's our action of doing the pouring in those moments that allow us to develop and grow and mature and become more like him so that we eventually can be pouring out his life into the lives of others in so many ways. He wants us to be receptive to his Holy Spirit. And there's a story that Pastor Kyle talked on, taught us about a couple months ago about the wedding feast in Cana. And many of you remember this story. When Jesus went to the wedding, there was no more wine, and the the celebration had just started. And so he took six stone pots and asked the servants to fill them with water. And when they dispensed the water from those pots, it became the most wonderful wine that the, the host of the party had ever tasted. Right, So when we consider that those stone pots were used for ceremonial washing, you know, a religious part of the Jewish wedding where people would come to the wedding and they would cleanse themselves with the, the dispensing of the water from these very same pots. God converted what the purpose of those pots were for the moment that he needed the dispensed material to be used, right? He took whatever purpose those pots had and transformed what was inside of them for the situation. So people were able to celebrate the wedding. They didn't even know that this this miracle had taken place. But behind the scenes, Jesus had poured out something from his spirit. He transformed whatever purpose and plan was for those pots in that moment transformed it to give people a blessing in that time. And that's what God wants to do with our lives. We may have chips and mistakes that have occurred in our lives. We may have you know, spent years building up one career and then all of a sudden losing our, our, our position in that career. God wants to take and use the Holy Spirit inside of you to produce new purpose for you. And be part of something that he's, the environment that he's bringing you into. You know, Luke chapter 6 says it this way. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together and running over, will be put into your bosom. And with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. So as we pour out our lives, church, God will fill us and continue to work inside us to transform our natural abilities to be supernatural. Because after all, the world hasn't seen enough supernatural action of the Lord. And partly it's because we haven't stepped forward enough to show the world that when we pour out His Spirit into the lives of others, that supernatural love that we pour out actually becomes a, util, a, a, a utilized love and a beautiful love. It's a, it's a love that has both utility and beauty. And the beauty helps people see who Jesus is. And the utility brings life to them in that moment and in that situation. So that's what God wants to do in our lives. Amen? And Jesus, as we spoke of earlier, is planting in our lives the Holy Spirit who is the helper whom the Father will send in his name. That helper, it says in Scripture, will teach us all things and bring to remembrance all things that Jesus has said to us. So as we read and study the Word, when we are placed in these different situations, the Holy Spirit is there to actually bring to remembrance the Scripture that you read two weeks ago that may encourage somebody in that moment. And actually bring them to a place where they can see Jesus. Right? That word helper in the Greek is parakletos. And it has several meanings. It means counselor. You know, and as a counselor, there are people who are lawyers who help us navigate legal understanding and correct decisions you know i refer to my legal counsel at times when i'm writing a contract because they understand some things that i don't understand and they may see a potential risk in the future that i haven't seen and that's what the holy spirit does for us he counsels us and helps us to navigate the correct decisions for our lives he's an encourager he reminds us he reminds us of whose we are And we could just close our eyes and open our hearts and there his spirit is. There his presence is. And that in effect is encouraging our hearts and helping us to make the right decisions. He's a mediator when we fall or when we falter. He goes before us and he goes to the Lord as we pray. The scripture says that sometimes we may know not what to pray. And the Holy Spirit then intercedes on our behalf and he mediates with God what is best for our lives. We may not know what is best for our lives, but we could trust that the Holy Spirit does. Amen? He's our advocate. So he reminds the Lord that, hey, I'm living in this person. And he's accepted Jesus or she's accepted Jesus and he sees And then that allows for the grace of God to be covering over our lives, right? So he's an advocate, and he's an assistant. He pours out power and love and life. I can't do life on my own. I need the power of the Holy Spirit. And as we walk along with him, those things can be poured out more and more and help us in our lives. Amen? In Romans 8, it says, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So that supernatural love that's given by the Holy Spirit and dispensed from our lives into others provides utility and beauty to the world that's rarely seen or experienced. Amen? So our last question on on this, how do we know where our focus is? Is it in the natural or is it in the eternal? And once we realize that our value is found in Jesus, that we're designed to carry his spirit, how do we continue to locate ourselves in his will? Where is our focus? I think it starts with these opportunities to develop a relationship with Him, to actually setting aside the time to realize that the Lord wants to be as present in our lives as the people that we see around us. He wants to be part of our lives. And it says this in 2 Timothy, that in a great house... There are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor, some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, which is dishonor and sin, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. So flee also our our youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, pursue faith, pursue love, Pursue peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. James says that if we lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive the meekness of the implanted word, we are able to save our souls. James says later for us to be doers of the word and not just hearers. So, how do we locate ourselves? when we start to look and examine our lives and see where these things are that are coming against God's will, that are coming against His Spirit working inside of us. There's no coincidence that I found this scripture in 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians that we are temples of the Holy Spirit because God recognizes how attuned Our senses are to our souls. And the very thing in context of Paul telling Christians to be the temple of the Holy Spirit, he put that together with fleeing sexual immorality, fleeing sin, running away from it. As I described to you earlier, you know, we're so attuned to our sight, and to our senses. It's so important for us to have the Holy Spirit working in us and taking those decisions to walk away from the things that are sin in our life. I know I'm going to actually speak to the men in the room here. Sexual sin hinders our walk with God because it severs our ability to hear from the Holy Spirit. It's tying our senses and our mind and our thoughts to things that we should not be attached to. All of us have things that our souls are drawn to, but if we respond to the, the Holy Spirit and plant our attention there, developing that relationship with Him, He can change our lives. And I thank God that He has the grace and love to forgive us of our sins time and time again so that we can be refined and continue to go on that journey of sanctification. We can take our sins to Him, lay them at His feet, and allow Him to pour His grace and love into our lives church it's so important for us to be the ambassadors of his presence in the world Billy Graham said this that our modern world has largely lost sight of the holiness and purity of God today and this is one reason why so many of us tolerate sin so easily Hudson Taylor missionary to china said this we've given too much attention to methods to machinery and to resources and too little to the source of power the filling of the holy ghost church god wants to fill our lives He wants us to be his presence in the world, to take his love to people who are hurting and dying. There are people on the news we're seeing every day now with Title 42 going away, so many people at the border. And it's so easy to objectify situations like this, but do we see the people there that are actually hurting, standing out in the sun, Or do we see it as a situation of something changing our lives because a bunch of people are coming into the country? We need to look at our environment around us and understand where God has placed us in our communities to make a difference. And I thank God for TKC and the work that many of all of you are doing in different ways in your workplace, in the community. We give food to people and not only give them food, but we give them hope in who Jesus is. Introduce them to him so that they can come to a saving knowledge of him. And that is what the church is designed to do. We're designed to become these vessels that we can, use, we can have the Holy Spirit pour into our lives so we can pour out into others. We sang that song fire in the disciples time period fire was the essence of life and there's a scripture in first Timothy that says stir up the fire stir up what's in your life stir up the gifts that God has placed in your life and when you stir them up stoke them up and as you do that it's just like those embers that have kindly, kind of gone still and, and are starting to just glow. And when you stir them up, a fire is produced. That's the type of fire that God wants us to bring to our community. The Holy Spirit convicts us from, of our sin, but then he calls us to be different. He says to us in 1 Peter, But as he who called you is holy... You also be holy in all your conduct because it is written, be holy for I am holy. And we can be holy because we've received the gift of Jesus. We've received that blood that has covered our sins and has set us on a new course in life. We need the Holy Spirit working in our hearts to remind us and continually empower us to overcome those places where we may have pain or sin in our lives. And he wants that fire to be stoked in our hearts. James says it this way, if you lack wisdom, if you lack anything in life, let him come and ask of God who gives with all liberality and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let us ask in faith with no doubting for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Charles Spurgeon even said this, that if Christ has died for me, I cannot trifle with the evil that killed my best friend. Church, let's make a decision today to open our hearts, to allow his spirit to move in our lives freely. There's nothing to be afraid of. He wants to grant us a great life. In, him. In Hebrews, he talks about this and he says, Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame." and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. I thank God that we can look unto Him and His Spirit provides us with the endurance to go through life. His Spirit fills us so that we can be a blessing to others. When we ask Him He fills our hearts with living water, which out of it flows a fountain of life. Amen. In Jesus' final moments, the last thing that he he did on the cross was he said he, he thirsted. And there was a vessel that was by the cross full of of sour wine and the soldiers filled a sponge with that sour wine with hyssop and brought it to Jesus' mouth and Jesus had received that sour wine and in that last moment He said, it is finished. So even Jesus was giving to us a picture in his final moments of what something in a vessel can do to transform lives. It's not just for a moment, but in that moment when Jesus said, it is finished, he did a work for generations. And we may not see How the Holy Spirit working in our lives can impact the people that are around us. But I can guarantee you that He desires to see generations transformed. As the Holy Spirit works in our lives, it can move in the lives of others from one generation to another generation to transform. Jesus said, It is finished and then he gave his disciples the holy spirit when he came back paul wrote that romans in romans 8 that in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us for i am persuaded Church, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. I'm just going to ask us right now to reflect on the ways where our lives haven't been a home for the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we go through life and we're, we're trying to In part, the Holy Spirit, we're trying to walk through the life with the Holy Spirit. and He's just asking us, here's a moment, pour me out. Here's someone who's hurting at work, pour me out. Here's someone who's in a hospital right now, pour me out. Pray for their healing. Here's someone who's mistreated you. Pour me out. I can restore relationships. I can breathe new life into the hearts of people that seem far from me. He desires to use us as his vessels, church. And if there is a sin that you believe has kept you from moving forward in sanctification and love with the Holy Spirit working in your life. Just bring that to mind right now. Ask Jesus to forgive you for that. There are people here, I know we many of us have received Jesus as Lord and Savior. This is not a salvation moment. This is a time for all of us to reflect. There are things in my life that need to change to become more like Him. I need the Holy Spirit working in my life. Holy Spirit, come and move. We say yes to you. We desire your living water pouring out on our lives. Chris and I are just going to play for a, a few moments. Just bring these things to God as we do this. Yes, Lord Jesus, thank you. Let's stand together. Whatever things may be blocking us today, from that grace and mercy and love that He wants to provide to you today, let's open our hearts. Let's sing this
2: together. In the presence of my Savior, Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith would be made stronger in the presence of my savior spirit lead me where my trust is without borders let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith would be made stronger in the presence of my Savior Lord Jesus
3: we thank you that through the work on the cross, you paid the price so that we could live eternally with you, Lord. Your desire is that nothing stand between us and you right now, Lord, so we take whatever sin that we may have had in our lives, Lord, and we lay those things down at your feet. Any pain, any trials, any tribulations, Lord, those things that are blocking the Spirit from moving actively in our hearts, where we could be a home for you. Lord, we place those things down at your feet, Lord, and we say we're sorry, Lord. We're sorry for harboring those things in our lives. We're sorry for dressing up our lives and decorating them in ways that do not match what your spirit desires for our lives. We choose now to listen to your will, Lord God. Lord, we say together the our Father, because in this prayer, you instruct us on how we can commune with you each and every day. Church, when we say the our Father, do you know that you're making declarations about who He is? About the fact that He is holy? About the fact that He has a perfect will for our lives? About the fact that His Spirit Blood has been poured out so that we can have forgiveness and so we can forgive others. So let's pray this prayer together. We know it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen amen do you believe that god is doing something in your life right now he desires to move on your hearts here and now all we have to do is ask all we have to do is ask and maybe you are here today And it's your first introduction to understanding who Jesus is. He died on the cross to set us free from sin. To give us a new life. To place us on a new journey of grace and love. To give us a life walking in His Spirit for all eternity. He promises us, church, that when we ask and confess him as Lord and Savior, that he will come and make his home inside our hearts. So let's pray that prayer of faith for anyone here that desires to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Just repeat these words after me. Dear Lord Jesus, here I am today. I come to give you life. I come to give you my life I come to give you everything I have and I choose today to follow you I choose to receive the free gift that free gift of salvation that you are giving to me today and I ask you Jesus To be my Lord. To direct my path. To fill me with your Holy Spirit. Thank you for making me new. Thank you for replacing my heart of stone with a heart of flesh. Thank you for going on this journey with me. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I hope God did something new in your heart. You know, one of my favorite life scriptures is Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, where Jesus gives us a picture. And he says to us, Come, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon your life and learn from me for I'm gentle and humble in heart God wants to go on this journey with you he's actually painting that picture of Jesus like being on a yoke of oxen with you alongside so anytime that you feel like you're going to stumble or fall or you feel the weight that you can't carry he's right there by your side he's carrying it with you he wants to go on that journey with you, and he gives you the Holy Spirit so you can walk on the journey with him. Amen? Amen. All right, great. Well, I'm going to invite Pastor Rick to come and share a little bit about our tithe and offering, which is we d- believe is part of our worship to God. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Thank you. Rick.
5: Thank you, Pastor Ron. That was unbelievable. Listen this year of Pastor Ron. What a beautifully prepared and delivered sermon. With the analogies that were just making it easy thank you for that and thank you for the wonderful worship today and that musical duet at the end was just brought me to tears i know it did you too y- y- you can be seated it's always easier to give when you're seated there's a lot of different ways uh, we can give today and we thank you again for the generosity for the tkc auction and uh, we have envelopes furniture all around the room and you can put those offering envelopes in the kiosk near the door. You can go online and just point your camera to that QR code on the screens and it'll take you right to giving. And it's an opportunity right now to really implement what Pastor Ron said. This is an opportunity for us to be vessels unto honor. And let's not trifle with what the word of God says about tithing and offering. It's there for us and hopefully hearts changed today for those of you who are challenged and we all are challenged to some degree and we just thank God for the word of God because that's our cornerstone that's our guide and right now we just, uh, just like to pray over the offering and continue to bless and grow the kingdom and pour out a blessing that he won't be able to contain and grow the kingdom of God and that's what this is about to give him glory and honor so Lord we thank you We thank Thank you for our sermon, we thank you for our worship, we thank you for everyone here today to give an opportunity to pour out this blessing on the people that need to hear the word of God and that continually show the tangible love of Jesus to the world around us. We ask that you bless this in a mighty way, and it's in Jesus' name we pray, Amen.
2: amen. Amen.
3: Church, I'm just going to send us out in prayer, but I also um, would invite you, if if there's something that touched your heart today, where you feel God is really exposing some things that He would like to heal, that He would like taken away from your life, we make the decision to give it to Him. And we're going to keep an atmosphere here where you could do that. And there's going to be uh, Pastor Rick available to pray for people. Uh, Yes, come on. I'm just, sorry Pastor. Yeah, no, no, no. I just also yeah, want yeah, to remind yeah. everybody that next Sunday is baptisms. So. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> so if you haven't had the opportunity to, if you want to be baptized, if you want to make that public declaration of the decision that you've made and you haven't had the chance to sign up, you can do it with the link tree with the QR code that takes you if you take it take your phone out and point it at it. It'll take you to a link or also on the kiosks. Um, there's a little sticker that has it on there as well, so you can sign up that way, but we want to make sure that we give everybody the opportunity that wants to be a part of that. Yes, thanks, John, <laughs> so much.
2: Uh, my
3: friends cover me in my nakedness there. <laughs> so we're going to pray. Lord, thank you. I thank you for all the moms in the room today. We just pray a special blessing over their lives, and we thank you for the continual sacrifice and Love that they make uh, on a daily basis to their families, Lord. We pray honor bestowed to them today. Lord, I pray for everyone here in this room. We thank you that uh, we heard your word today. We desire to, to change our lives to be more like you. We desire to be transformed by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you help us Help us to see the ways in which you want us to take those steps forward. Help us to view people differently than we may have before walking into today with your grace, with your love. For after all, you call us to love people, to be your witnesses here in Jerusalem and Samaria and at outer parts of the world. You call us wherever we are, to be your vessels, Lord. So pour us out. Father, we stir up the fire within our hearts today. We choose to stir it up. We choose to commune with you. We choose to be with you each day by moment. We choose to listen to you. We open our hearts to listen to you. Thank you, Lord, for your word. It's powerful. It's effective. It doesn't return void. We thank you that your word can be brought to our remembrance through your Holy Spirit whenever we need it, whenever we call upon you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray for blessing over everybody's life here today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, church.